Jesus, I am overjoyed to meet you face to face. You've been getting quite a name all around the place. Healing cripples, raising from the dead. And now I understand your God. At least that's what you've said. So you are the Christ. You're the great Jesus Christ. Prove to me that you're divine. Change my water into wine. That's all you need to, and I'll know it's all true. Come on, King of the Jews. Jesus, you just won't believe the hit you've made round here. You are all we talk about, the wonder of the year. Oh, what a pity if it's all a lie. Still, I'm sure that you can rock the cynics if you try. So you are the Christ, you're the great Jesus Christ. Prove to me that you're no fool. Walk across my swimming pool. If you do that for me, then I'll let you go free. Come on, King of the Jews. Hi, this is Brent White. It's December fifteenth, two thousand seventeen, and this is day thirteen of my series of Advent podcasts. You're listening to King Herod's song from the original nineteen seventy rock opera recording, "Jesus Christ Superstar" by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. Michael Dabo, a former lead singer of Manfred Mann, sings the part of Herod. Yes, I know, I know. Different Herod. The Herod that ruled Judea during Christ's Passion Week, which was the setting of Jesus Christ Superstar, was the son of Herod the Great, whom we meet during the Christmas story. But the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Besides, I don't have a song about Herod the Great. Our scripture is Matthew 2, verses 1 to 8, and then verse 16, which I'll read now. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. And then skipping to verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious, and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. 
The Herod we meet in the Christmas story was famously wicked. He was paranoid. He was desperately afraid of conspiracies against his rule. So, for example, he had one of his many wives killed and two of his sons killed. Julius Caesar, who appointed Herod king over Judea, is reported to have joked with his courtiers that it's safer to be one of Herod's pigs than it is to be one of his sons, because Herod, out of respect for Jewish dietary law, would have refrained from eating pork and thus killing a pig, whereas he had no problem killing his own sons. But let's give Herod some credit. At least he understood exactly who Jesus was and the threat that he posed. Herod knew, among other things, that if Jesus was the Messiah, the King of the universe, and the Son of God, it meant that everything in Herod's life would need to change. It meant that he couldn't continue to rule his life and the lives of others in the same way. It meant that the world wasn't big enough for two kings, and Herod would have to step aside. So naturally, Herod wanted Jesus dead. What about us? Aren't we at least a little bit like Herod. Not that we want Jesus dead, but, but aren't there parts of our lives where we resist Jesus's rule? Don't we say through our actions and attitudes, Jesus, I don't want you messing around in that particular area of my life. This throne in my heart isn't big enough for both of us to sit on. So you'll have to step aside. I like the way Pastor Tim Keller puts it in his recent book, Hidden Christmas. He says that even for us Christians who claim that Christ is our Lord, we, like Herod, have residual anger and hostility to God. He writes, Why do you think it is so hard to pray? Why do you think it is so hard to concentrate on the most glorious person possible? Why, when God answers a prayer, do you say, Oh, I will never forget this, Lord, but soon you do anyway. How many times have you said, I will never do this again, and two weeks later you do it again? In Romans 7.15, Paul says, What I hate, I do. There is still a little King Herod inside you, Keller says. It means you have got to be far more intentional about Christian growth, about prayer, and about accountability to other people to overcome your bad habits. You can't just glide through the Christian life. There is still something in you that fights it. I would only add that there's also something outside of you and me that also fights the Lordship of Christ in our lives, and that's the devil. Satan has a way of making the little King Herod inside each one of us a hundred times more dangerous. So, where are you currently resisting Christ's rule in your life? Why won't you trust the one who created you? Trust him that he knows more about what you need to live a better, happier, more joy-filled life and a more useful life for God's kingdom than you do. Trust him and pray that the Lord will give you the power to change.
skinny superstar What is it that you have got That puts you where you are mm, I am waiting Yes, I'm a captive fan I'm dying to be shown That you are not just any man So if you are the Christ Yes, the great Jesus Christ Feed my household with this bread You can do it on your head Or has something gone wrong Why do you take so long? Come on, King of the Jews. Hey, aren't you scared of me, Christ? Mr. Wonderful Christ. You're a joke, you're not the Lord. You're nothing but a fraud. Take him away, he's got nothing to say. Get out, you king of the... Get out! Mm, get out, you king of the Jews! Get out, you king of the Jews! Get out of my life! 